everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for our first Writer's Chat of 2023. In this episode, we include discussion of what our authors bring to the session. We never know where the discussion will go, but it's always exciting and inspiring as we share in the community. New, experienced, and published authors are encouraged to share their questions and experiences in this episode. We're excited that you're with us. This is episode 97 of Writing Works Wonders. Whoop, whoop. I'm Dr. Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hey, Kathy. Hi, everybody. And I'm glad to be here because I have a fabulous co-host, too. And I'm grateful that I have a fabulous co-host and a fabulous friend and that we work well together. And our prompt this week was 50 words or less using the word nonsense. And while you raise your hand, I'm going to read mine. The title is Enjoy the Dance. Sometimes I carry on during a correspondence, but be assured I hear your comments. Oh, you think it's nonsense? I think it's masterful brain sense. (laughs) (laughs) You hesitate? You wonder, I see your glance. Come on, let's break some rules with a silly word dance. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We have two people in Zoom, and then we'll go to one in Clubhouse. So first up is Lisa G. Thank you. Nonsense. That's what can fill my mind. I'm not careful with my conscious thoughts. Endless internal chatter can clutter the day. What's really important? Good health, happiness, self-contentment, connection and oneness, and so much more. For me, staying in the present moment is key. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Next up, we have Christine Imston. Forgive me if my pronunciation is affected by the screen reader. Nonsense, they said of my dreams when I was young and full of hope. Bravo, they said, after years of practice, honed my craft. Will you write another? They asked, after harsh reality burned me out. May we read your books? My children asked the day I discovered success. Very nice. Thank you. And let's go to Abby Taylor in Clubhouse. All right. Abby, you can unmute. Hi, everybody. Well, um, when I was in high school and assigned once to write like a 500 word English paper, my dad in jest said, okay, why don't you just write something like this? In the night, the cannons went boom, 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 and just keep writing boom until you meet the word requirement. So I was thinking about that last week when trying to figure out what to write. And I thought, well, I don't think I'm going to go with that route saying boom 50 times, but instead I'm just going to write about that whole idea. So this is called Writing Prepares You for Life. Whoops. My parents, both college English professors, 
believed that making students write papers of a certain length was nonsense. In a way, they're right. Then again, authors must deal with word limits when submitting work for publication. Go figure. The end. I'm glad to see more prompts on this pages. That's great. The last couple of weeks we've had quite a few, which is good. This is mm-hmm. Nonsense by Trish Hoffman. I'm trying to do it, but it's not working. Will I be able to do it? I don't know, but I think I should keep trying something I can't do. I have my limitations. This is driving me crazy. It's just plain nonsense. The end. (laughs) And in Zoom, we have Jane Toledo. 50 words or less. That's a hardship case, you bet. 50 words or less. I believe in 50 times 50, as long as they're true to you and only you, if you're writing a memoir. I'm sure many people agree with you about the word limits, 50 times 50. Well, it's amazing to go back as you learn to write and review how you said things so that you can either consummate them, consecrate them, or incinerate them. <laughs> um, and it's I love it when you go back and you look, no, I could turn that around and it would be five words shorter. And it would be more exact to who you are at the moment or what you're trying to say. So Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Yeah. I changed mine around this morning. Um, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what the first copy was. Well, Kathy, you want to introduce what we're doing today? Sure. So we're going to open up to our writer's chat. And what we're doing is you're bringing questions. You're bringing your experience as new, experienced, or published writers. And you're bringing them to our group. And this isn't Kathy and Cheryl answer the question show. This Mm -hmm. is the group helps answer the questions, shares experience, etc. So usually writing is an isolated activity for most of us. We do it solo mostly. And this is an opportunity to share some of our experience and say, you know, how do you handle this? This frustrates me, or I don't know where to start with that. And just toss it out there and get some ideas about how some other writers handle things. We find that you folks usually really enjoy this. So we wanted to offer a writer's chat today. Wherever you are in your writing, you don't have to be published. You don't have to be right. be a whatever you're doing is is worthy. So as examples, you might be doing journals, you might be Mm -hmm. writing writing prompts, you might be doing essays, Mm -hmm. you might be writing articles for something, could be anything you write, might be writing recipes, who knows, song Mm -hmm. lyrics, some folks write poetry, and some write books, and some write articles, we have all sorts of different experience to offer perspective. Okay, first up, we have Jane Tolino, followed by Gerard. The biggest thing I've ever learned was whatever it is you're thinking about, write it down. If you haven't ever received a great letter, 
sit down and write the letter that you wish you had received from persons A, B, C, N, D, or E, and save it. And go back later and look at it and go, I didn't know I was so hungry for that. And maybe that'll turn into something for you. Don't forget to save stuff, no matter whether you think it's trash or not, because it can turn into a treasure. It really can. can. And the hardest part for me in learning to do that was to have a place to write that when I showed up there, everything else got out of my way. And so for me today, I have this little, oh, maybe it's 48-inch round table that was in my mother's apartment from the time she moved to New York City in 1966 when I was 18 until her death two years ago when she was 102. And I love it. And we call it HTRT for Hester Turner's Round Table because more conversations were held at that table than you can imagine with people from all over the world. And so when I come here, I have my computer book playback machine nearby. I have a bell and some driftwood and a rock, a a rock that I use as a paperweight. Have things that center you. I love this, this table. It brings my mom to me and takes me away from whatever's going on around me. I encourage people to have a place to write, and it might not always be a round table. It might be that log outside your house or near the Mississippi River, or do know that you're worth having a place that you can say to people, no, I'll be with you in 10 minutes or a half hour or whatever. Gerard from Boston. Uh, Thank you for having these teleconferences. Welcome. I wrote a book on uh, Vietnam. We won the battles. Washington lost the war. And I'm trying to find an editor and or a publisher. Do you have any ideas? We have a lot of resources right on our website, but we can also give you direct links if that would make it easier. And if you email us at info at writingworkswonders.com, we can direct you because there's other groups within our community that would be helpful for you as well. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Next up is Stephen Fromm. Um, I'm Steve from Attleboro. I don't know why it's not coming out. Massachusetts. I know Attleboro very well, Stephen. I oh. grew up in Rhode Island. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. My first book, Science Fiction, was in 2016. And I was like, oh, wonderful. I published a book. And then everyone was like, when's the second one coming out? And I was like, ah, I think I'm done. 2018, <laughs> my second book came out second in the series. And mm-hmm. as soon as that was published, I started writing my third one. So my third book came out Halloween, actually, on Amazon. So that mm-hmm. series is complete. And now I'm actually starting a fourth one. So that my, all my books are science fiction with semi-autobiographical. I have blind characters. I have Yay. gay characters. Um, but my my biggest thing is I've, I've run ads on Facebook. And it, how do I stand out? You know, like there's so many books get published. And it's like just, you know, I'm not saying I have delusions of being number one Hugo Award winner or Nebula Award winner or bestseller would be nice. Yes, but... you do. Come on. We want you to be the winner. But my the yeah. biggest part to me, I'm, I'm terrible. Like, I was going to do the 50 words and less thing, and I, I was, mm-hmm. but I don't want to plagiarize. My, my thing would have been 
Willy Wonka said a little nonsense now and then cherished by the wisest man. But that's all I could come up with. But blurb, <laughs> but 50 words or less blurb. My editors wrote my blurbs because it's like I'm sitting there. I think I'm so I can't write a damn blurb. Never mind marketing. So how do I how do I stand out? See, one of the things is getting book reviews, asking folks to do yeah, some book reviews for folks- you. We have a couple of episodes about marketing that you can go to our website and do a search for marketing where we talk about that. We have one about book reviews and getting book reviews posted and searching now. We're talking about doing another one and we're going to ask other folks who are on the call to respond to your question and talk about what they do as well. So hang on. Some of the things that we do is use social media. We do book reviews, we maintain a dedicated website, and we send out queries about being interviewed. So contacting websites and podcasts, et cetera, for interviews. And I know that we're going to be talking to you about doing an interview with you. Those Mm -hmm. are some of the things that we would suggest right off, but we're going to let the community also respond to you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. So hang on with us and you'll hear some folks respond to you. We met Stephen and uh, we had an interview with Perkins Library this week. Uh, Perkins mm-hmm. Library Without Walls. Cheryl and I were interviewed Tuesday, and that's how we met Stephen and several other authors. It was a great privilege to be on that show, and we're yes. looking forward to getting the recording to share with you folks. So a shout out to Perkins Libraries Without Walls. Let's go to Carol Mackey, followed by Annie Chapetta. Yeah, thank you. Hey, great, great call. Great idea. And I just wanted to say that yesterday, actually, I sat down and went back because I've been writing poetry. I've got from from last year, 365 of the buggers. And I sat down and (laughs) uh, went back to because I've got my next project is to sit down and do some to review visions and look at them. And I did that. And I thought, you know what? They're not half bad. They need a little work here and there. Yeah. But I just wanted to to let to just say that, you know what, whatever you might have done, go back and look at it and you'll see, you know what? There's some possibilities there. So I just say, you know, hey, keep on doing it. Because yeah, I damn well I'm going to. Thanks. That's right. Thank you, Carol. Yay. Hi everybody. Hello, <laughs> Annie. Going to Steve's question, you know the old saying, it takes money to make money? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't really pay much attention to that when I first started being an independently published author. And now that I have some books under my belt and I've struggled for years with marketing stuff, I'm frustrated by not just what Steve said he was frustrated about, mm-hmm. but how much it costs to market something if you mm-hmm. if you contract it out to a marketing agency you're looking at you know a thousand bucks like mm-hmm. that's a lot of money for me <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um so uh, all right so then i have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what could i do that's low cost or no cost and that means a lot of personal equity in terms of time Mm -hmm. and energy. But hey, I'm an independent author. This is what I want. I want control of everything, right? That's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why I chose this and didn't, you know, do the other more traditional stuff. So I've been trying to teach myself 
more about Amazon and their analytics for authors and how to understand the the way to set up uh, a book promotion on Amazon to try to help you out a little bit more. But that takes time because I have to learn how to do it and I have to go to classes and blah, blah, blah. So I'm doing that. I'd be, be willing to share the the company that I, I get some of these freebies from that kind of help me with the Amazon thing. I'll share them later because I don't remember them right now, like the web addresses and stuff. But the other thing I do is I just I say, t- tell myself, look, I could do what I can do and I could only do what I can do. And some of the things that I have done have been mildly successful, like blog tours. They're reasonably priced. You find the right genre of blog tour company that'll help you. It helped me sell my memoir. It helped me understand more about, you know, what's expected in the blogosphere and things like that. So a blog tour is a possibility. And just getting yourself out there in your community. Annie, you know? yeah. let me just cut in for a second. Yep. Some folks, you've talked about blog tour before, but some mm-hmm. folks on the call today might not be familiar with it. Could you define blog tour? Sure. What that is and how you find somebody to help you with it. You get somebody who's a blogging mm-hmm. expert and they look at your book. Basically, you appear on other blogs that they pick for you that will help promote your book. And those other bloggers will actually probably review your book and allow you to come in and make comments on their review on their blog so that other bloggers get to know about you. And it and it's a steamroll effect. The more bloggers know about you, the more they're going to blog about you and the more your book is going to get out there. And at the end of this blog tour, it could be five days, it could be seven days, it could be two days. They offer gifts and usually they raffle off your book or a gift card that is um, incorporated into their blog package that you pay for. So that increases your, the interest of people because they might want win that um, that gift card or that um, free edition of your book. So that's how that works. You can find them by Googling and they're usually done by genre. Like there's romance blog tour experts, science fiction blog tour experts, literary poetry. They're all over the place. Uh, so you can find them easily on Google. The ones that I go for are about under $100. The one I did for Hope for the Tarnished probably sold me about 50 copies of my book. So Very good. Thank you. Yep. Thank you very much, Annie. I was hoping you would pop up to <laughs> to help with that question. Yeah. Glad you're here. Oh, thanks. In Clubhouse, Alexandra Moraz, you can unmute. Thank Hello. You. I haven't had books published yet, um, but I am a writer. Um, and what I do is I publish, publish for free because there are websites like that starting out and you don't know or if you just want to do it for fun. But I have noticed that when you're starting out, that's a good way to kind of make like a fan base. And then if you're like wanting to publish and, and make money out of it, I'm told you can then make a email list with those people and that makes it better to then like promote your book and get the the reviews that you may need there is a place that i often go for writers it's called nanorimo so n-a-n-o-r-i-m-o i especially love their 50k word challenge that they always do in november <laughs> because uh, it's always a lot of fun and they have various challenges and things throughout the year just to help out 
and they have they have been very committed to making their website accessible as possible for people with disabilities although it has taken them a while to <laughs> to get it to be accessible <laughs> um, but that's all I wanted to say I'm now I'm done speaking thank you next up we have Starry or Tarika followed by Patty hello and so what I want to say is one all of these people who are writing these books make it seem so easy. He sits down, he writes one book, and then he's like, I'm not going to write another. And then he writes another, and then he writes another. I'm talking about Steve. And mm-hmm. so then I want to say, even though I'm not a published author, I have seen many different types of marketing advice, like creating a loss leader as your perma-free first book in a series Usually you have at least a trilogy and these books are already written and you make the first book in the series free so that people can give it a try and then go buy the rest of your books if they like it. I've also seen platforms that allow you to offer discounts or coupons like Mm smashwords.com is one of those Mm -hmm. websites. They have some marketing tools for you. Uh, And... For the book tours, I have seen a couple book tours on Facebook as a Facebook event, and it's gone on for days. They usually do it to create lots of excitement, and it's really awesome. I've gone to some of the blogs to read their reviews, and this is really cool. And what else do I want to say? Oh, yes, my question. I had a question. So I've heard about this concept of writer doodling where you sit down and you just start jotting some things. My question is, where does one do that if they have, uh, like, if they start writing and they see it turns to something, do they, like, save it as a file and name it and then create another space to do some more writer doodling? How, how does that work? This is Kathy. From my experience, the way I would do that is I might create a dedicated file called doodling and that's where I would keep those pieces that I'm just drafting some people call it ramblings or thoughts or you know reflections and then if something piques my interest and I'm like man I can run with this I start a new file dedicated to that topic and that becomes a piece in itself but it is really good to have one place that you're collecting those random thoughts that you're just starting off on, working those ideas that you're capturing them, and they're in one place so that you can find them again. You could do it in a word processing document like Word or Pages or Google Docs, or you could use notes on your iOS, just a simple notepad system that you could get to very easily. Cheryl? makes sense She's using folders i think kathy's talking also about folders and then files within those folders and then even having a, like i have cheryl's writing and then inside i got a, a several other folders when i'm using a prompt i put p equals and then the title so then like if i want to get these real easily i can get to them uh behind our eyes has six line prompts and i'll do six six l equals so then if i want to do a quick search I can find them real quick, but having them saved a couple different places is important. Patty Fletcher. Hi, everybody. Um, thanks Hi. for letting me be a part of this. 
I don't even know where to begin to answer the questions that I've heard so far. First of all, I think I'll take Steve's, uh, where do I go from here into marketing? First of all, if what you're doing is not netting you uh, the result you want, it's time to try something new and different. And there are a lot of good suggestions that have already, I have some suggestions for you. First off, I offer, now I'm not trying to sell myself, but you got to get your work out there. And one of the best ways to do it is to publish guest posts on other people's blogs. Cost you nothing. Blog column every Wednesday, WordPress Wednesday. It's got its own hashtag and everything. It's very popular. A lot of bloggers do it. I take guest posts for that. I have submission guidelines. So I'm, you're learning to follow guidelines and learning to submit on a regular basis, whether it's once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, you're learning to put submissions out. I also have a writing magazine for um, people who are interested and a community good to go along with that called the writer's grapevine. My point is you need to be networking like what you're doing here with other writers but you also need to spread your wings and get into other places. And mm -hmm. I, so as to what Annie was talking about, blog tours, that's a really good way to get yourself out there. The one thing that has been a stumbling point for some people has been their um, lack of ability to navigate a blog. So you don't have to put up the post or do any of that. But the people who do those blog tours, they want you to show up and be available to answer reader comments. They want you to be able to share that stuff onto your um, social media outlets or with your email groups or whatever. So before you leap into that blog tour thing, Make sure that you are familiar with what kind of blog are they using. Are they using WordPress? Are they using Blogspot? Um, what type of blog are they using? Uh, once you have that knowledge, visit the blog of the persons who are going to do the tour. Learn what it's like to navigate through those websites participate in a, follow some of the tours happening. See how it all works is what I'm saying. Know what you're getting into. Um, content promotion is another good thing. And that's what this is. You're a con, you're promoting your content. What is content promotion? Whatever content you are sending out there needs to reflect what kind of writing you do. You don't necessarily have to put up excerpts of your books. So let's say you're a science fiction writer. You want to then write science fiction short stories. Um, if you're on social media, you want to network your pages so that they are joining groups and that are like-minded to you so that you're networking in that way. You're keeping like-minded content on your page when you're not available to put it there. There are a plethora of ways to do all these things. 
I'm going to jump off here and I'll be listening the rest of the time on ACB Media. Great call. Hello, this is Christine. Hi. Uh, hi, everyone. Marketing is the bane of my existence. I published my first novel in 2005, so I've been struggling with this for a while. And I want to sort of shortcut a few things. I, I agree with what everyone else has said, but I have also run in circles trying to do all the things, if that makes mm -hmm. any sense. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to be networking. I need to be over here. I need to be on social media. I need to be on this uh, social media platform. I need to be on blogs. I need to be – and you split focus can drive you crazy mm -hmm. and suck 60 mm -hmm. hours away of your time, and then you can't write the next thing, which is also mm -hmm. important to marketing. Mm -hmm. One general piece of advice I would give is – have a plan and stick to it and also understand that one of the most important things you can do marketing wise is to write the next book. Don't lose sight of that as you're doing all the things. Uh, I also wanted to say, since you're a science fiction writer, the science fiction writers of America, or actually they've changed to the science fiction writers association to be more international. Um, they did that last year, among other changes, you now um, can become a member, an associate member. If you have, a lifetime earnings of $100 in science fiction and fantasy. You can become a full member with just $1,000. This is a huge change from what they did before, which was exclusionary to most indie authors. I myself became mm -hmm. a member this year uh, when they made that change. Congrats. Um, because I had surpassed $1,000 in earnings 15 years ago, and I was not allowed to be in um, because I hadn't gotten published the right way. I, I know some of the people who are in leadership there now. It's a better group of people. I do actually recommend it if, if you qualify. Um, it's, a, it's a good way to network and to make those connections. I also strongly recommend getting a newsletter. This is probably the biggest mistake I made early on was not starting a newsletter and sending out regular mm -hmm. uh, content. And here's the thing I would say, too. Someone said, make your book perma-free. I'm actually going to disagree with that. Don't make your book perma-free. Make it free in exchange for signing up for your newsletter. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that's how you get subscribers. And then those people have not just read your book, but you can then tell them when your new book comes out. And I wrote a series, and I remember the first book did really well. Um, this was my my, my my first book in my series was actually my third book and something went right the cover art the title the, the blurb something all came together and clicked and I sold thousands of copies of that book but then when the second book came out I'm like how do I find those people who bought the first book mm -hmm. I didn't have a newsletter all I had mm -hmm. was Amazon and Amazon's not going to do it for you so mm -hmm. I cannot str say strongly enough get a newsletter make your book mm -hmm. free in exchange for newsletter sign up and to do that book funnel Book Funnel um, mm -hmm. is a good resource. Yeah. Um, Book Funnel charges $10 a month, and you can get in group newsletter promotion events where you share you share the promotion on your newsletter once a month and on social media as often as you like. They're, they're group giveaways. So on my newsletter, periodically, I will say, hey, everyone, do you want um, free science fiction and fantasy books? Go to this free science fiction and fantasy book promo where there's 100 titles you can download for free. And mm. I send them there. And they can go to this promo page where there are a hundred books that they can download for free, usually in exchange for a newsletter sign up to some other author's mm -hmm. newsletter. So we're going back and forth and it's low cost. It's $10 a month or a hundred dollars a year um, for that service. And it has expanded my newsletter to 3,500 followers. Great. So it Christine, does work. What sorry, is your I, last name? Amsden, A-M-S. D-E-N. 
Let's go to Mary Carla Hayes. Great show. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm really humbled by all the published writers. I feel like a nobody, although I've been, you know, I've had things published in literary magazines and also some educational materials published, some educational courses and things that I've done. Um, I have a, a couple of suggestions as far as writer's suggestions. I, I can't speak, and I've been burned by this a lot. If you don't write down an idea when you're inspired, it, mm. it gets lost. And sometimes I get so mad at myself because there isn't time or something or some excuse that I don't write it down. And I love your suggestions for places to write it down. And as far as getting information, I'm always keeping my ears to the pavement and everything because inspirations can come from so many places like snatches of conversation or really weird news stories or some little um, event in in, in your life, um, some feeling or, uh, you know, somebody's unfinished sentences or something that happens, at least for me, with students in the classroom or when I'm translating, mistranslations of things can really come up with some interesting <laughs> ideas, um, some of them a bit esoterical, but nevertheless, they're, they're good. And so I would offer that. And I don't, as the, as the hour wears on and I realize it's getting late and I'm going to have to bop off to teach a French class a little bit after two. Um, I don't know if you're taking your suggestions now for for um, future calls, but I would like to see, I've always enjoyed writers' workshops and I attend to several of them, have attended them in various places where um, we actually, you know, there's a topic or a technique suggested at the beginning and then the group is given a short time to write, right there, right then and there, and then share, um, you know, um, what they've written. I, I don't know if, uh, if you've ever done that, um, mm-hmm. seen it done on the times that I've been here, but, you know. Not it's, for a while, we haven't, but see, that's what we need to know, that people would like to have those again. Like, you know, you could take a form, and I'd even be happy to do one sometime, like take mm-hmm. a form of poetry, define it, and then say, okay, let's, let's write on it. Or take, uh, finish the sentence, uh, you know, a, mm-hmm. a prompt maybe, and, um, say, okay, um, we're gonna take, um, five minutes to write on it, and then a few minutes to share, because then you get some live, things that you can compare how different people approach a topic or a particular Mm -hmm. technique. And so those are the things I'm going to share today. And I'm also going to compliment all of you for, again, a great call, a great group and congratulations to those of you you who are, who are published. And thank you so much for this group. My question is for the young lady who, when I came in was talking about the blog tours what was your name and can you tell me a couple of books you've written so that I may go and find them? Hi, did you and mean I Annie Chapetta? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. How, how do you spell your last name? <laughs> uh, you spell my last name C-H-I-A-P-P-E-T-T-A, Chiapetta. I have figured that out. <laughs> what, what have you written? Because you... You made me curious. I will never be a writer. I learned that in Aww. second grade. But I love um, to read people. Is Annie on our stuff. website too, Kathy? Yes. Yes. Okay. You can go to writingworkswonders.com and look at our team, and you'll find all whole bunch of information about Annie, including her website. 
My website is annchapetta.com, A-N-N-C-H-I-A-P-P-E-T-T-A.com. All my books are there. I've written poetry, um, a memoir, uh, short stories, and a novel. And the novel well, is called Hope for the Tarnished, and it's my newest book. You poem. inspired me to read. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so day, much. Hi. Um, my name is Renee Pathless. I really appreciate all these resources that you're offering and all these opportunities and all, and all these connections. Uh, I'm about to start a podcast, and but I'm also in the process of trying to write a memoir. So a lot of this applies, the emotional support and the resources and to have a community of people that really get what we go through as people with vision loss, or in my case, blindness. And I'm going to keep in touch because I've had to hire somebody to produce my uh, podcast and it will be up in about a month or so, a month and a half. I'm a, I'm a therapist, a psychologist, counselor, but I'm not licensed at the master's level. I'm all about positive psychology, and I'm about positive living and positive going forward, using what you have or what you know, including uh, disability and difference and being out of the box like I am and whatever. So I, I write and I post about keeping ourselves together and going forward and helping ourselves feel we're okay and we matter. And so that's what my podcasts are going to be about. But my memoir is more about my journey. And so getting all these resources and connecting <laughs> um, is a great thing. And uh, I'd like to get involved with this because... I'm at the point where I'm putting money out myself and it's money I don't have or money that I have Mm -hmm. to find. And I'm looking for not just someone to help me edit because I don't have the best writing skills. Verbally I do, but not uh, technology wise. And I'm looking for some help with editing, but I'm also looking for somebody like a VA to help me with some of the podcast tasks you know, the publishing and the putting it in groups and advertising and, and it, just having money to do a lot of this. Where do you guys go for funding besides yourselves? We do most of our podcast work and our website work as volunteers. Oh, yeah, this is all volunteers. This all ourselves. Just... Yeah, we have some suggestions for resources on our website for that. But uh, I want to mention that uh, the authors that are on the show and Renee about your podcast, on our website at writingworkswonders.com, there's a section called Community Pubs. And it's not about places to go out and find a beer. It's about community publications. And we'd love for you to sign in. Just go ahead and post, here's my name. I'm an author. I've been on the show. And I'd love for you to visit my website. These are the books I've written or here's the podcast that I'm developing. This is the title. Keep your eye out for it. That's a place that anybody can post on our website. Community Pubs is the link that you're looking for. So anybody that's been um, speaking today or not speaking up, if you want to share your information with the community, here's an opportunity for you to post publicly on our website. Cheryl? 
misanthrop, mm-hmm. tenacious, and fun, right? Okay. Yes. Thank you for being with us and making this a fabulous show. Just what a great demonstration of the wealth of information, experience, and curiosity in our community. And you created mm-hmm. the show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In February, on February 3rd, we have a very special guest with us, Margaret Mitsushima, the author of the Timber Creek. That's what I'm trying to say. Timber Creek Canine Mysteries. And it's about dog rescue, search and rescue. So that this should be fun. We all love pets and dogs. And these folks are really into it for service. Thank you, everybody, for making it a fabulous show. Please visit writingworkswonders.com. We've mentioned resources you have there, opportunities to post about your work and things that you're doing to be able to share with our community, and also opportunities for you to post your writing prompt responses, which are always fun to post and read what other people have. Above all else, we want you to be inspired, encouraged, and enjoy the wonder of writing. We look forward to being with you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today and you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. 